download the Vision View Sports Radio app. Available now on Google Play and the App Store. Uh, locker room, of course. Uh, what? 8, 27 minutes before 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it is a Tuesday. For sure. Grace. You're still celebrating your birthday. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not happy with that name, but it's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> it is your name. I know, I know. Okay, back to football. Yes. Uh, of course, as you know, it is a Tuesday, and we have one of our favorites. Special guest, of course. Legend herself in the building. She's in the building. Yee-yee. That is Fran Hilton Smith, of course. Uh, uh, the iconic Safa Technical Director of Women's Football. For sure. 100%. We good. Look, we happy to have you. I mean, this is not the first time of course you are our special guest. Always, always special mm. to have you in the studio. Sure. And uh today is no different. But how are you doing? How how's your day? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Happy to be here again at Vision View Sports Radio. Um exciting and uh, really a good way to start the new year yes yes how has yes. the new year been for you yeah it's been good hot 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 but uh, yeah. planning what to, what i must do this year to keep me out of trouble so what <laughs> <laughs> <Any laughs> <laughs> trouble could that be though well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> <so curious. laughs> I'm always in trouble my mouth talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Any new resolutions maybe that you have? Well, more travel and of course I this like. year is the World Cup mm. in yes. Australia and New Zealand. So have to plan for that and uh, hopefully see Banyana make uh, progress mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's their second World Cup, so we have to do better. Mm. Have to do better indeed. If uh, For those of you who do not have a clue, or don't know uh, about Fran Hilton Smith, and I don't know why you don't know, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Fran <laughs> <laughs> is an award-winning coach and sports personality and a crusader of women's rights. Uh, but that's not half of the story of this remarkable South African's life. Look, um, one thing we know that's for sure is that you've, you know, your book is done. Everything you finished re- writing your book. Are you you publishing it now? In the in the process, how's that going for you? And how do you feel, though? I mean, writing a book is a big thing. Well, of course, excited. It's uh, a, a journey of my life, mm-hmm. uh, a journey uh, in women's football, in mm-hmm. music, in my life in general. And it's for me, it's uh, uh, a guidebook for any woman mm-hmm. getting into mm-hmm. sport, life, that you can do anything you want, you can achieve anything you want if you put your Mm -hmm. mind to it. Mm -hmm. And the book's out there, it's in exclusive books in many places. My aim right at the moment is to get it into more exclusive books for people. It's online in Amazon around the Mm -hmm. world Mm -hmm. and Kindle. Oh yes. And uh, people can contact me, I'll come and drop it off, you know, if Mm -hmm. you're around. Mm. area. So my vision this year is to get the book up and running, mm-hmm. make my millions so I can travel. Oh, I love the plan. <laughs> make a million so you can travel. So talk to us, Fran. I mean, you talk about music and, and I love music. So for someone that's wondering, you know, as to, um, yes, you're, we know you as a football icon, right? More in that space. How does then music also, you know, contribute to who you are and in the book as well? Yeah, there's a lot about my music. That was uh, the bigger part of my life. At a football, played music from a youngster. 
played in so many bands, weddings, concerts, mm. original music, mm. uh, original mm. rock, crazy stuff. Yeah. But probably the highlight was the last band I was in, which was called Basadi, Women mm. of Jazz. Mm. Uh, three ladies from ooh, Soweto, ooh, ooh. highly talented, nice. flute clarinet. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were fortunate to be chosen to represent Africa. Nice. in a jazz nice. festival in London nice. at the Dome. Mm. And we wow. also played for President Mandela. So it was sure. a huge honor for me to have him dancing, doing his shuffle to us playing pata pata and whatever, nice. me on bass guitar. What? Who would have thought that? So does this make you a, a, a musician wow. as well? So slash musician. I That's like it. Slash musician. Wow. What, what else don't we know about you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's music. Um, so what, jazz mostly? Well, at the end jazz mm. uh, in Basadi, we played, uh, you know, cover songs, very famous cover mm. songs of mm. Uma Sikela, yes. mm. uh, that uh, genre. But we kind of jacked it up a bit so people could dance to it. And uh, mm. uh, we did so many festivals around yeah. South Africa. And I was sure. fortunate to play with the big guys, Yuma Zagela being one of them. Mm. Nice. We played on the same bowl as him, Judith Sapuma. Yes, um, yes, yes. Oh, so many people. Mm. Yashi and Tlopi, is that the right word? Yes. Hashi yeah. Limtlopi. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Rolling with the big guns, I see. Yeah, no, it was big, big bands mm. uh, and us, so it was very exciting and I was privileged to share the stage with, with so many great South mm. African icons mm, of, sure. of music, you know. So where was football while the music was yeah. center stage? Well, that was where the problem started, was <laughs> I had to choose eventually. It, uh -huh. it both got too big and yeah. I was ducking mm. off work to run to Newtown to uh. practice for a gig and rushing back to the office to do the football. Yeah. So it was becoming mm. a bit taxing. So I had to make a choice, actually, mm. and I chose football. So I gave up the band then. Mm. Um, now I'm still doing recordings and stuff with my friends, but football then became the priority. Yeah. My high performance center in Pretoria, the development center, and of course, Banyana, Basetsana, Bantwana, mm. they were full-time. Um, I was the only one working at SAFA doing women's football. For sure. I didn't have a PA, nothing, so I had to do everything, plan everything. Mm. So. I decided to focus on football, and I'm not sorry because mm. Banyana saw them go to two World Cups, two mm. Olympics. Bantwana been to two World Cups. For sure, for sure. Uh, Kasafa champions, the High Performance Center produced yeah. so many great players. And in fact, now when the team won the WAFCON in uh, Morocco, for sure. 14 of the players that are in Banyana come from our performance mm. center. Mm -hmm. nice. So it was really, uh, it proved that that project, which is today in its 20th year, sure. was mm. the way to go, was worthwhile and produced the goods. Mm. Besides the immense contribution of, you know, um, your, your, your work in football, there's also... Well, the, your memo reveals obsession with bikes as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? I mean, during your childhood in, in Driwook, if I'm not mistaken. Driwook, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bikes, are you still, you know? Yeah, no, I was small, life a biker from when I finished school. I got a 
little 120cc and I used to nice. run around on that. And then um, my brother-in-law sold the 750 Honda, mm, so mm, I bought mm. that. And then I graduated finally to an 1100 chopper Yamaha thing. I used to yeah, yeah, yeah. On that sure. and do motorbike rallies and you so know, you were you were in it. Oh yes, I fully. liked it. Biking yeah. was a big big thing in my life. Uh, toy runs, all that kind mm, of stuff. Mm, but mm. then. In later life, I had a lot of problems with uh, arthritis mm, and mm, whatnot. Mm, so I had mm, my knees replaced, and mm. then I thought, hey, I can't hold up this motorbike For sure. with these new knees. So yeah. I had to sell it. So it was disappointing. But I had a wonderful life biking. It was another mm. whole space altogether yeah, yeah, from yeah, music yeah. and from football. For you know, sure. different people. Oh. As I said in the book, the thing I used to fascinate me in biking and rallies was that people would come, doctors, lawyers, teachers, anybody, mm. and once they put on that denim jacket with their colours on the back, <laughs> and, uh, sure. they became these strange people that yeah. just broke out yeah? of their shells and had fun, you know. Okay. Did you like MotoGP in, in that time, by the way? Yes, yes. Who was your favourite driver? Rider, right? Oh, I can't even remember now. Names have slipped my mind. But yeah. uh -huh. at the moment, we have uh, that brilliant South African. What is his oh, name? Oh, Brad. Brad Binder. Brad Binder. Yeah. yeah. My okay, and she's F1 oh, yeah. uh, and GP, Moto <laughs> yeah. GP. So she's also. No, yeah, that's yeah. exciting. No, Brad it Binder is, is phenomenal. For um, sure. Phenomenal. And the brother. And uh. I must admit, I had a lot of friends who could ride like that where you go down and your knees are scraping mm, the wow. car, you know. That scares me. I was a bit scared of that, yeah. but yeah, that's it, biking. Okay, like uh, that. talk about your book then, back to your book. Um, inspiration, obviously we want to know what triggered that for you, you know, how, how, when it, the very moment it began, when and how did you decide? What, did someone come to you and say, okay, Maybe you should write a book. Or was, that, was it something that you've always wanted to do? I think it was a bit of both. Um, I always wanted to write a book. And mm. people, when I, when I d used to do a lot of work still with FIFA, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I was an instructor and I traveled the world and meet other FIFA instructors mm -hmm. uh, on my trips to Vanuatu and Trinidad and mm. Iran and whatever. And... The instructors, I used to always tell them our stories about South Africa, and they would say, mm. gosh, you've got to write a book about For this. Sure. So mm. that kind of got it going in my head. And then uh, after Safa retired me off kicking and screaming, I thought, okay, let me now write the book, which mm. I did. And mm. I thought it, I wanted to be an inspiration, mm -hmm. as you said, because I've been fortunate in my life to have lived through a great era and to have met great people like President Mandela yeah. with my band and mm. with Banyana. Mm. And I've met so many women along the path, my path, mm. sure. that feel like giving up and oh, it's useless and I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And I always say, look, man, if I could make it mm. in a then very male-dominated mm, world. No mm, one sure. was interested in women's football. Mm. The Federation wasn't interested. We had no sponsors. If I <laughs> could push on, push on for so many years and achieve what I've achieved, you can also. Sure. So I want anyone who reads the book, male or female, to think 
gee, if she could have done that, then why can't I? Mm. That's, that's what I want. I want it to be like a guidebook for, mm. for sure. mm. a man or woman getting into sport, any, into life, that anything is possible. So the title then, Fran, yeah. um, a song for Banyana, is that perhaps an inclusion for your love for music as well? How did you come about with that choice? Yeah, absolutely. I think the title, a song for Banyana, encompasses Banyana, the, the uh, football team, the mm-hmm. woman, and it also encompasses singing. Yeah. And uh, along the way, it's in the book, um, I wrote a song for Banyana, Mola mm. Banyana, which the words are in the book. And it became uh, Sassel, then the big sponsor. Ah. They took that song as the Banyana song. For sure. And at any Sassel tournament, the Sassel playoffs, the Sassel leagues, whenever mm. Banyana played, they played that song broken for about two or three years. For and sure. I wrote that song with my musical colleague Leon mm. and we released it and gave it to Cecil so that's why I put that called the book all of uh, song for Banyana because mm-hmm. it encompasses women in music and football sure and maybe if you can just let us in also on the highlights of the book what what uh, are the highlights for you in the book that maybe you can uh, let us in on Sure, there's quite a few, but I think uh, one of them was the struggles I had early in my football Mm. career with Mm. the Federation, with Mm -hmm. people who wanted to come and take over and thought there was money in the game and at times Mm. was very hard Mm. for me and my colleagues, mainly women, life-threatening to some extent. We had court cases, we had commissions, the Picard Commission to look into women's football and what wasn't happening and uh, all that stuff. Mm. And also I think a big thing was our travels in Africa Mm -hmm. with Banyana to countries like Nigeria, Congo, Central Africa, hard countries. And we were kind of just sent off there with very little support, no money. Mm. Um, And we had to survive. And we amazingly did survive, uh, everybody. And uh, it just, I would like that, I wouldn't like that to happen to anybody else, uh, what we went through. So Mm. I've always tried to push to have the women's teams respected, right down to payment. Mm. And I believe the women should be paid equally. They are supposed to be now. And if you're asking my opinion, they should be paid more than the men because Mm. they've actually achieved more. More. Mm. You know, in the Olympics, World Cups, they've qualified. Mm -hmm. The men, the last big thing was 96. So women, as far as I'm concerned, deserve definitely equal pay and Most that's become a yeah. world phenomenon really sure. to pay the woman the definitely. same you do the same work you do the same training you do yeah. the same everything mm. and uh, so we need to be treated equally huh. you mentioned interest um fran you know from the federation as well and i want to find out from you with your experience i mean you've been working uh, so long as well in terms of women's football you've contributed so much do you think that there is enough interest as well from the federation, from the media as well, because I remember the last game when we were playing, I think Brazil, to mm-hmm. me at Orlando Stadium. Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed mm-hmm. at you know the coverage number one and the number of people that were there. I I found that a bit weird, and 
to my surprise, people didn't even know Banyana was playing. Mm. Yeah, I think certainly there needs a lot to be done to highlight the teams. Mm. Uh, Banyana, Basetana, all of them. There needs to be like a concerted and a, a concentrated effort just on those teams when they're playing to get people to the stadium, mm. much more advertising. I think yeah, a lot of yeah. newspapers and uh, people like yourselves yeah. push it and mm. it, uh, and everyone needs to do that. It's same back to the thing of sponsorship. Mm. We've only had Cecil for the last how many years? For sure. And now, thank goodness, Hollywood Bets have come on board. Mm. But it's only by women being sponsored and sponsors coming that the game grows and the interest grows. For sure. And that's why it's so fantastic that so many of the players are now playing overseas, professional. For sure. And that sparked a lot of interest mm. as well. But mm. we, we, you're quite correct, we need to fill, fill the stadiums. And I think the fact that it is a growing thing was at the WAFCON in Morocco. Mm. I was fortunately there. CAF took me because I do a lot of work for CAF. Yeah. And uh, 50,000 people. I mean, sure. the stadium was mm. like jam-packed. Mm. And there were still 50,000 outside. I remember driving to Incredible. the stadium. It was crazy mm. with people trying to get in and they mm. just couldn't. And uh, in Europe too, the UEFA finals, sure. uh, Wembley things, uh, yeah. stadiums are mm. getting packed and SAFA needs to make a concerted effort yeah, with mm. home games to <coughs> ensure that happens. For sure. We've got to have that. I think, Fran, I, I want to ask you, maybe that, that got me thinking as well. In terms of women's football now and in your time, what have you noticed? Uh, do you see the difference? Is it progressive or have we regressed you know mm. your honest opinion in terms of women's football just to hear what's your what your feeling is on that well i wouldn't say it's regressed but i wouldn't say it's progress okay. either mm. because it's exactly as grace said yeah the stadiums are not full and they they should be because Banyana, if you look on any website, Twitter, whatever, whatever, are hugely supported. The sure. South Africans mm. love Banyana, of yeah. that there's no doubt. Mm -hmm. And they've achieved, they're successful, mm. um, and therefore you would think that the stadiums would be full. Mm. But it needs proper marketing. For sure. It needs a, a, a full-time, I think, marketing effort does, and department does, just mm. to push consistently yeah consistently mm. banana <coughs> get the word out there that they're playing or they're doing this or they're doing that you know mm. okay uh we know that the world cup as well fifa women's world cup is coming up and um like what's what's your take on that i mean are we ready uh, can we go all the way you know uh, compared to other, our counterparts, of course, international and yeah. like, what's your feeling on that in terms of the World Cup? Well, we've got to be realistic. I think um, Africa, not just South Africa, Africa yes, is still sure. a long way beyond the rest of the world. That's yeah. just a given. I mm -hmm. think even teams like Nigeria, Cameroon, who've mm -hmm. been to the World mm -hmm. Cup, sure. I think Nigeria only missed one World Cup. Have maybe got in the top 10 mm. um, and n never won anything at the World Cup. And I think we have to be realistic that mm. Africa um, just doesn't compete enough. 
Yeah. Um, countries are too far from each other. Yeah, it's too expensive sure. to travel from here to yeah, Nigeria. Thing, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you live in Europe, which fortunately I've spent a lot of time there studying how they do it, you can get on a taxi and uh, drive mm, from England uh, to Italy or Germany uh, or a train or whatever. They're sure. right there. Yeah. So yeah. it's so simple and cost effective to I play, see. play, play. Mm, Whereas for us, it's a huge expense. For sure. Many countries after the WAFCON or the, when we used to have the African Women Championships, they assemble a team to come and play there and after that then they pack up till the next two years. Mm. And you can't work like that when uh, USA is playing 450 friendlies in yeah, a year or yeah. something. You can't compete no matter how good your players are. So yeah. I believe and I always used to tell my friends at FIFA, we, South Africa, Africa, have some of the best players in mm. the world, mm. but we don't compete enough oh, here. Yes. And that's why someone like, as he said, the Shwala, the Nigerian yes. player, she was the player of the under-20 World Cup in Canada. I was there when mm. she was handed the trophy as the best player of the mm. World Cup. For mm. sure. So we've got the talent, but it's competing. and. Therefore, yes, it's Banyana's second World Cup. Mm. Uh, they didn't do too great at the first one, but uh, I thought they could have done better. There were some, mm. you know, like <coughs> people getting red cards. That yeah. On another day, they wouldn't have got these mm. red uh, cards that are still debatable. Mm. But the vision mm-hmm. is certainly that they try and get out of the group at this World Cup. Mm. They must try and get out of the group. For sure. Mm. And they've got Sweden, who we drew with yep. when they were young. Mm-hmm. We've, we've drawn with Sweden. We've mm. played them a number of times. Mm-hmm. Italy's unknown and uh, Argentina, but they're not in the bracket. Uh, Argentina and Italy, are, you know, I think we can compete with them mm. on a, any day if we technically, tactically mm. ready, For sure. we can hold our own. I think tactics is what it's all about, mm. studying these teams, mm. preparing for them. So my realistic wish is to see us get to the next stage. That's, sure. That would be massive. I like, I like that answer where you talk about um, proximity as well in terms of, you know, countries, sure. I mean, we're mm. far apart and that is a, is a, is a affects um, our performance, you know, uh, compared to obviously globally. And I find it interesting because it applies also to, you know, men's football. I mean, mm. it's still... You know, in relation to other, well, in the World Cup, we were talking about the same issues. Sure. You know, mm. we not we don't, we don't get uh, further on in the competitions. I mean, uh, uh, until now, of course, <laughs> which, which we did better, but still, um, you know, the 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 whole thing of us not competing at the highest level because of issues that you've mentioned, and I I, I like that answer because. It shows that we shouldn't have such expectations without understanding mm. why, you know, as a, as a continent. Because we're always debating about this. Why can't we get there? Why can't we get there? But I like that, that answer. <laughs> it's the first time actually I hear it like that, the way you put it. Because you've traveled, you've been there, and you, you saw how things are done. I mean, countries, you take yeah. a bus, you take whatever. It's logistics are better. Mm. You know, you can organize friendlies. For sure. Um, you know, Cost effect. Yeah, yeah. So then... Coming to players, uh, you've seen 
you know, individuals going overseas, of course, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, a few of them, you know, go overseas. Does that, uh, how does that help? Does that help or is it mostly about individuals? It's just a drop in the ocean in terms of, you know, solution to our football. Does that help? I, is that a good thing for us that we have like certain individuals or we need more than that? No, it's a tremendous help. It's, it's, that was the breakthrough for yeah. me. Mm. That was the breakthrough, was to have so many players now playing overseas at the top level. It's mm. not yes. so good going and you're playing yes. for the Mickey Mouse it's team. Good leagues, yeah. yeah. Mm. You need them like they're oh. playing for Real Madrid, yeah. AC Milan, yes. uh, sure. Rafael, which Rafael, uh, yes, Jermaine now is mm. moving, I see, to Europe. Um, uh, you know, the players who've been there, Janine, Pumi, mm. were there. I mean, Pumi played in Russia for many years at the highest level. She can speak Russian, the girl. Oh, nice. So um, that was, is for me, the biggest plus for mm. Banyana going yeah. forward yeah. and should help us at this World Cup is that so many of the players are playing overseas. Mm. Yeah. And you, you just can't compare the standard of those leagues in Europe mm. with the Cecil or Hollywood you just can't. It's mm. like you can't compare the Ghana mm. League or the Nigeria League or any league in Africa. Mm. You can't compare to the European leagues. Mm -hmm. The standard is just crazy. Sure. The competition is crazy. Sure. And that's the point here, is the more you compete, the better you compete. Mm -hmm. sure. And if you don't compete, you can't compete. Mm. I agree, and, yeah. And that's, that is mm. the, the bottom line. If you don't compete, yeah. you can't compete. compete. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, the bottom right. line. If, if you look at the, how many leagues they have in Europe, in sure. each country, Germany, what are all these places? Mm. They got all these tiers of leagues mm. and wah, wah, wah. So they can, they are up there. Where, and especially tactical, that's the bottom yes. line. Yeah. Because I, that was the first thing I learned when I started doing the technical reports for FIFA in 2001, mm. 5, 8, whatever, mm -hmm. was the... Every team focused on specific tactics sure. to beat the other team. Mm. And how can we play a different tactic to beat that kind of thing? Mm. And I don't think that's really been studied enough in Africa. Mm. And in fact, one of the areas is like video analysis. Mm. Mm. When we go to tournaments in Africa, you <laughs> You might see one other country videoing the matches and mm. studying them. Mm. Um, each player, in, like, that's the big plus. And I saw that in uh, 2001, I think I went to Sweden for the World Cup there. I went over there. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget at half time, I was friends with the US soccer team. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in the change room. And a man came running in with the statistics. Sure. And they'd say to Fran, Fran, uh, you m ran so far, you mm. did so many steps, yeah. you must kick so many balls, you kicked so So it's not the coach coming in at half time and saying, Fran, you playing rubbish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, think, yeah. Oh, this coach doesn't yeah. like me. Yeah. <laughs> There's data, yeah. There's data. Mm. And and some countries in Africa specific don't even have that stuff. For so sure. how do you compete with countries that have been doing it for 20, 30 years, you know? Sure. But 
One thing I must say is <clears throat> South Africa has a huge advantage having had Cecil, mm -hmm. who pushed games, pushed, promoted, whatever. Mm. And we also very lucky to have Kasafa, the Confederation mm. of Southern mm. Africa, where they do a lot of tournaments. We've just had Kasafa mm. under 17 yeah, boys, true. girls, mm. whatever, uh, the senior woman, whatever. Yeah. And Kasafa also, which is so important, do um, workshops, and I've just finished one in for leadership, mm. where we develop women leaders from yes. the the different countries yeah. in the south, mm. two from each country in administration and leadership, yeah. and in coaching. Yeah. We've done one for coaches, yeah. so that coaches or women who are leading football have an understanding of what's sure, required. For sure. So if you're sitting in a federation, you can say to the coaches there or the teams, look, you need to be doing this and this and this mm. to progress. Mm. <coughs> Otherwise, we all just sit in little bubbles and don't go anywhere. What's your thought? I mean, you touch on administration and we've spoken to a few coaches here on the show that, you know, always emphasize that it's always the coaches that you know should go for summers they should go for training they should go to improve themselves but also administrators need to do the same thing do you think we're doing enough as a continent besides just south africa no, no absolutely not i think we need far more emphasis on developing leaders not just women men leaders as yeah. well because Okay, look, let me talk about, let's talk about women leaders. Mm -hmm. The kind of norm has been in the past that <clears throat> a woman comes in mm -hmm. to the Federation as, I don't want to get myself into trouble, <laughs> <laughs> but as one who makes the tea or something, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then mm -hmm. somebody says, oh goodness, we need someone to run women's football or mm. to run the leagues. Yeah. And then they say, okay, well, we've got this lady. She can do the leagues or the women's football. Yeah. But she's sitting there in this little bubble. Mm. Who teaches her that? Because mm. now I don't think we are now this because I've traveled Africa flat. Yeah. Yeah. She then just does what she thinks, thinks. She is possible mm. and is doing her best. Mm. But she doesn't know. <laughs> That's why in this leadership courses, we finished the third one now and we're doing another one, mm. is if you can get to those women who are already in a position in the federation sure. and help them yeah. and give them knowledge and make networks, we've mm. got these big networks where someone says to you, you must do a a small sided tournament. Mm. So you can WhatsApp Fran or, or Mary in yeah. Botswana mm. or Sibongeli mm. in mm. wherever and yeah. say, Look, have you got some ideas? What should I do? Yeah. And we can help each other and sure. help women grow yep. and mm. develop in a proper manner. And, yeah. and then, of course, the game improves, isn't it? Sure. Africa will improve, but mm. there's no ways Africa, men and women, I might be putting my foot in it again, <laughs> will w win a World Cup the way we go. But it's the truth. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah, it's the truth. And it's we, the, the sooner we face it, uh, the, the sooner we change we things. Can change. That's sure. why I, I don't coach anymore now. I mean, I'm not young. 
but I do a lot of Zoom things on coaching and oh, Zoom edition. For sure. okay. That's my role for CAF, Kasafa. Mm-hmm. I do regular, we have Zoom, Zoom, ah. Zoom, to mm-hmm. spread the word of how to be a better coach. Yeah, I like that. What are the others doing? What are the, what's mm-hmm. the rest of the world yeah. doing? So we can help our African people mm. grow and try and close this massive gap yeah. that's there. So you haven't missed a World Cup? No, except mm. 91, which was in China, and I mm. was still, I think, surfing on the beach or something. <laughs> 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 but since then, I haven't missed a World Cup, no. And I don't, I hope to be at this one in Australia and yeah. New Zealand, because that's where you see what, and learn what the new trends, yeah. and I can bring them back and share them with other people who mm. want to grow. So what's your favorite World Cup is what I wanted to find out, you know, since you well, haven't missed I'll tell you, The one that will live in my memory forever was the USA World Cup. Yeah. yeah. And that I was there, thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, at the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, 90,000 people, 90,000 yes. people. And uh, the Rose Bowl's like a very tapered looks like a Rose Bowl. To yeah. Me, yeah. And it was so damn hot we nearly all died. It was like 45 <laughs> degrees or something. Oh, but, sure. Uh, China played USA in the final yeah. mm. and won. And that was the famous thing that started the whole thing of where the Brandy Chastain took off her uh. jersey. She yeah. scored the winning goal and she had on a Nike under vest thing. And it just started the mm. whole thing of yep. branding and thing and thing. That has to be my, my most memorable oh. World Cup. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think who I went with now. It was a couple of... I was then the coach of Banyana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they picked Trot. Trotty, oh. Malotta. Oh, yeah, yeah. Malotta yeah. was yeah. the Bafana coach. Mm-hmm. Sylvester in Darba was there. Sylvester, the yeah. I'm trying to think who else was all there. Pinky Loco came from the office. Dennis mm-hmm. Mumble came. And... We had an exchange program with U.S. soccer. Mm. So 10 of us went there for two or three weeks, and it happened to be at the Women's World Cup mm. time, which was a miracle and unbelievable. Mm. And then some months later, 10 of U.S. soccer came here. So I made friends with them, mm-hmm. and they allowed me to go and camp with the U.S. women's soccer team at the Olympic Village mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. to learn. And I learned, I mean, they just miled, mm. miles ahead of anybody. Sure. And I, of course, came back and put it all into our national <laughs> team, men and women, not mm. just... I mean, I was very close with um, the TDs of SAFA, like Sarami Letswaka yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Neil and them, and I'd come back and say, look, these people are doing this, man, you've got to, and mm. uh, what's his name, Molefi and Seki, yeah. we mm. were very close, and he was the under-17 coach, mm. and that's why he went to two World Cups, it wasn't an accident, mm. yeah. I'd come back and give him all my info from mm. the World Cups mm. and say, look, do this, do this, and, sure. and he did, and he did, mm. and so we <laughs> can do it, but mm. we've got to, 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 work a lot faster <laughs> you know, with so much experience i feel like uh, you should just 
being the technical team of yeah, Bafana besides Bafana. writing a book now she no, must come help come, us come on Bafana <laughs> come this side come this side because there's so much like knowledge you know sure. like a well of knowledge uh, experience and I can hear you you know just uh, you talking about your experiences and what you do as well mm. I think we could go far you know we could use so much of that in, 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 in the t and talk about that do you think it's something that should be done i mean it i think so possibly maybe you uh, have a have someone from the female side come mm -hmm. especially if they've got so much experience and knowledge and and, sure. and, and and the education that you bring isn't it something that maybe we should be doing fusing the two yeah absolutely look that's my vision for the rest of my life is to share my knowledge yeah and not only with with the you know the women's football i mean you can contribute this side as well yeah everywhere with mm -hmm. anybody men yeah. women in any aspect and and that's why um when i was at safa i was a coach educator yes and mm. overall overall yeah for any for i didn't just coach women yes. I coached men and yes, women yes, right yeah. up to the top yeah. and it was very funny i was on a show that two shows i've been on actually i was in a show just recently with dr kumala mm -hmm. and i hadn't even remembered because you know, I've coached so many people, you can't yeah. remember. And when I went on the show, Dr. Mm -hmm. Kamala said, and she, Fran, was the one who coached me right up to the highest level. And really? I did my pro license mm -hmm. with her and yes. with uh, Nobum Niti from yeah. Sundowns. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He was rattling off all these names <laughs> of coaches who are now big Yes, big yes, boys. they are yeah. in the big clubs now, yeah. And mm -hmm. then I was somewhere in... Arthur Zwani said to me, yes, I did this because you told me you must do this. You see? Wow. You see? <laughs> I love I these people that came through my hands yeah, to say, yeah. coaching, mm. because I was flat out coaching, coaching, yeah. coaching, coaches. Because yeah. I know uh. it's all, it's like an uh, evolution. If you yeah. don't have good coaches For sure. no matter how good mm. the players are mm. you're never gonna get because you see I've, i'll say it till i fall down is we have some of the best players in the world and mm. my friends at fifa used to always laugh at me and say ah this friend is patriotic mm. but mm. now that we've got onto the world stage south africa yeah and our players who are naturally talented mm -hmm. have got into these overseas clubs and are now learning the tactics of europe mm. and they coming back and bringing that back into banana that's how we won the WAFCON. There's no two ways mm. about it because mm. our players now are becoming far more tactical. Yeah. And that's what football is about. It's mm. not about skill. It's not about mm. muscle. It's not about... It's about tactics. Mm. Yeah. And that's why I said earlier, I wish that every woman footballer would go and play overseas because mm. they are growing mm. fast. <laughs> Uh, time is flying. Wow, guys. Uh, I would like to get back to your book again just before we let mm. you go. How can people... Okay, before that, how has it been received? Yeah, extremely well, I must say. It's had very good uh, reviews because it's a true story and it's a lesson and yeah. it's something to learn from. Mm. So people enjoy it and I've been fortunate to have a very 
varied life. I mm. tried to do everything I ever felt like doing. Yes. So I was, I did all sports. I was a karate instructor. Mm, nice. I used to, I was a teacher for 20 years. And when I was at oh. college, I used to teach the student teachers karate. Wow. So they could defend themselves, <laughs> and, you know, and all, I've tried so many things yeah. in my life mm. and I want people to read the book and do the same. For sure. And, and live your life. Yeah. You've only got one, so live it. No, Make sure you do I, I everything think, you can. I think you, 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 to that. you, you made a good decision yeah, yeah. by writing a book with so much to talk about as well. I mean, you, mm. you've lived the life that we still want to live. For sure. Um, sure. sure. But you uh, must live it. Yeah, mm. we'll do our best. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how can people get the copy as well? Well, as I say, it's, uh, I'm hoping, this is my big mission for the now as we speak, is mm -hmm. to get it in as many exclusive books as possible. Okay. It is on exclusive online, mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. order it. It's down in Cape Town, but like, if anybody wants a copy, as I said, I'm happy to meet someone at the mall in somewhere and bring mm. them a book. Do they? So how are they going to get hold of me? Yes, that's what I was, I was going to ask. Do they DM you? They can message me on on uh, mail. Eh? Okay. Should I give my yes, email? Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, Smith, one word, at gmail.com. Okay. You heard it. Friend.yiltonsmith at gmail.com. If you message me there, I'll make a plan to get you the book. 100%. Um, any plans now? Where were you off to? What's, what's the plan for you? I mean. Well, top of the list is, uh, of course, getting the book more available. Mm -hmm. um, I'm preparing, hopefully, to start some more uh, Kasafa courses for women, mm -hmm. yep. men, whoever. Uh, we might even expand it to men, come to think of it. Mm -hmm. And then you should start with the man, friends. Start with the man. We need it more. They need it more. <laughs> uh, maybe right, maybe right. And then uh, April, I'm taking a break. I'm doing a ship trip from ah, nice. to London. Mm. To nice. And I'm hoping to to do book readings yeah. on the ship, you know, mm. there and whatever. Mm. And then, of course, the World Cup, uh, trying to help wherever I can mm. with giving, like I talk to Desiree a lot mm. and mm. I talk to Shorty a lot and they all are products of my coaching sure, as well, Jabalili, sure, sure. so to share with them anything I hear that mm. can help them mm -hmm. because I want everybody to succeed and mm. do well. Well, look, like it's already happening. I mean, not only in the women's football, you've already helped a lot, mm. uh, produced some of the players. Just for the record, so that you know, I mean, look at Athazwane, one of the big teams. He's the coach there. Mangova mm. Mniti, uh, Sundowns is top of the log. Yeah. He's also w one of the best coaches we have. So that's your work well, right I there. So mm. I hope I've enabled people to be enabled. Yeah. That's my vision. That's what I want to do. I've been lucky and I want to share what mm. I've learned with anybody who wants it. They can mm. contact me. I've got, which people laugh at, but it's after there's no library, you know. But mm. I have a library of the history of football, men mm. and women. But oh. going back, I was friends with Steve Kalamazoo. Mm. Kalamazoo, yes. He came yes. out here to visit me and I have like his book and... The oh, history wow. of football, men nice. and women. Yeah. I have all those books there. So I'm yeah. going to start a library one day and people come and have tea and cake and 
We'll come visit really you at the office for now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think, like that. Look, uh, there's so much. Uh, we, we, we just touched probably 10% or well, 1% of uh, what you can, you, you can offer. And I, I feel like there's, we need more time with, with you as well in the studio and to talk about uh, football more. And tell us more about that football history, you know, your yeah. knowledge. Mm. We're privileged to have you in the studio. Again, thank you very much friend uh good luck with the book good luck with everything you're doing mm-hmm. and we appreciate uh what you have done what you're still sure. doing in our sure. football as well no thank you and thanks for having me on your show it helps me to get the word out there to football lovers that i'm there for anybody to call me don't be shy if you mm-hmm. want to ask a question i'm there that's that's what i want to do is to improve our football your 24-hour sports entertainment radio station vision view sports radio